0: Hey guys I'm Kristen and I'm Bethany and this is looking for the middle A Christian girls guide to modern dating we are just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well as Christian women
1: yes we are and, and now we're trying to figure out how to survive the holidays oh my
0: gosh it's been so <laughs> you crazy excited? I'm so excited it's gonna be so much fun this is my favorite time of year Me too and it's just so like sweet and wonderful and Jogging cozy any, like, super fun family traditions that y'all do um, I mean, that just, are maybe a little odd,
1: or, like, do you have anything that's, like,
0: gosh. <laughs> unique um, to your family? We have milkshakes for breakfast on Christmas Day. How fun is mm-hmm. that? So, it actually started a few years ago, because we used to get Dunkin' Donuts on Christmas Eve, and okay. we would just eat them and we forgot to one year, and so my <laughs> mom was like, I'll just make milkshakes. That's so, we awesome. have chocolate milkshakes for breakfast. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's fun. so
1: fun. What about y'all? We, um, most years we do gingerbread houses, but that's not really that, like, Everybody but that's fun, that. though. But it's really fun. I'm sure y'all make it, it into a competition, we though, do. don't you? Okay. Definitely. Uh, always. <laughs> but, no, we go um, on Christmas Day. We've done this for years. You know, you get up, and you have Christmas morning, open presents, and whatever, but then in the afternoon, we just go to the movie theater. Oh, that's fun. And we usually go see a couple movies, because there's always, like, big movies coming out yeah, at yeah. Christmas. And so we kind of
0: keep an eye out and go do that. So that's, that's really fun. fun, too. And you love movies. I do. So that's, like, <laughs> your thing. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, guys, so... As we're starting off this episode, first of all, this is the last episode of this season, officially. <laughs> That's so crazy. Which is so crazy, because we started this back in... I mean, the first one came out in September, September. so... <gasps> it's been three it's months. It's been three months. That's so crazy. Isn't that so nuts? That is... Yeah. But it's going to be a really good episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're talking about... Navigating, I was about to say, navigating singleness of the holidays, but navigating the holidays being, being single. single, yeah. So it's a really good, necessary topic, yes. I think. But before we just dive right in, it's Bethany's turn for question Yay. of the day. Okay,
1: are you ready for this? I can give you never a, I'm never ready for your question, <laughs> so
0: we giving, can try.
1: I'm giving you a break. Okay, uh, this week, it's an easy one. Okay, so okay. if you were Santa, okay, what type of
0: cookie? would you want to be left for you on Christmas Eve? Oh, that's a great mm-hmm. question. Um, I'm kind of bored, chocolate chip is like, are, you can't go good. wrong. Could you like crunchy but chocolate chip or like No, the like the super soft, gooey, like yeah. half baked. Me too. Either that or, this is gonna make me sound, but like I love oatmeal raisin cookies. <gasps> me too! <laughs> and I know those are like, Everyone so, lame. so lame, yes, but they're I love so them. Good. They're so oh. good. And I don't feel as guilty after I eat them. Yeah, cause they're healthy sure that's fruit it's fruit right? right raisins are fruit sure yeah that's a great question <laughs> yeah what would yours be well the obvious is oreos obviously we'll put that aside
1: okay so my favorite like actual homemade cookies are snickerdoodles
0: Ooh, <sighs> i love good I think, have you made me snickerdoodles mm-hmm. before i think you have yeah they're very good so good that's, so that's a great question i, pick, I think all the cookies. All the cookies and all the movies. And all the movies. That's what we do around cookies here. Cookies and movies and milkshakes for breakfast. Yeah. We have cool. a sugar
1: problem. I know. We do. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, no, but seriously, movies. We have spent the past two Saturdays.
0: Yes. Watching Hallmark literally movies. Literally not getting
1: out of our pajamas. Watching Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> Actually, m- there were a couple of Lifetime Christmas movies yeah. thrown in there, too. Right. So it's not all Hallmark. But the point being, all day Saturday. Four or five movies. And we need a little
0: reality check, I think. Need. Don't want, but need, <laughs> if you'll notice that.
1: Those movies, they're so great, but oh man.
0: They they get my expectations through the roof. There you go. So we're going to bring it down a little,
1: and we figured we'd take you guys with us. Because maybe you're doing the same thing, and you need to figure out how to get through the holidays without wishing Prince Charming, literally Prince, Prince Charming, Charming, was going to knock on your door.
0: P.S. The Christmas Prince is great on Netflix if you haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. But seriously, though, it, this is this can be as much fun as this time of year is. It can be super difficult yeah. to because I feel like that just magnifies this this season between. Hallmark movies and Instagram, and everybody and their mom gets engaged this time of year. I everybody's mom doesn't get engaged. Okay, you know what I mean. But I mean, every time you get on social media, it's somebody's yeah. Christmas card picture, somebody's couple picture, somebody got a ring. You know, somebody is getting. It's just married. in your
1: face. I think more because people are together. more. Yes.
0: So it's yeah. it's just a lot in your face. You just gotta
1: get your get your mind.
0: Right. Yeah. The your mindset is so important because. The way that you approach this season and the the perspective you have around your singleness will make an incredible difference during this time of year. Either way, whether you have a poor mindset about it or whether you have a really good mindset about it.
1: It's so easy to focus on, I'm not dating someone, I don't have a boyfriend, I don't have a plus one to all the parties, I'm going in by myself. And if you focus on all those things you don't have in dating or any other realm of thinking, you're going to be miserable. So focus on what you do have instead. You have family. You've got friends. You've got time to spend with them. You've got vacation days. You've got all these things that are great. And not only that, but...
0: You have a lot to be thankful for. During this time of year. And I don't want anybody to get bogged down with what they wish they were thankful for this time of Mm. year.
1: That's a really good way of putting that. Mm. Yes.
0: So, and as much as I sometimes try to convince myself... Of this holidays do not exist to highlight your singleness. That is not why the holidays happen. <laughs> yeah. Although it can very often feel that way. But don't make your relationships as the sole focus during this time of year. I mean there's not so, other people
1: either. No, yeah. no.
0: And that's what we're gonna kinda talk about are some practical ways for you to kind of hopefully navigate that well, get around it, dodge it. <laughs> You know, it is, it feels like a game of dodgeball sometimes When yeah. you're like, oh, and here is great Aunt Connie hurling another one at me while yeah. I don't want to answer this question. <laughs>
1: exactly. So. <laughs> I'm
0: like, oh my God.
1: sorry. Great Aunt Connie. Oh. So think about what the holiday season is really about and shift your focus to that. It's not about you. It's not about people. It's about Christ and what his birth meant to all of mankind and as Christians we're the only ones who can truly celebrate Christmas that's what you need to be thinking on that's where you need to have your thoughts directed and really that's not just now it's the whole year really really even more so now
0: yeah yeah and I know that's way easier to say than to actually do it and we get that and And we remind ourselves of it, too. Yeah, we do. And But again, just that mindset. If you can go in just thinking, like, I am going to take my thoughts captive. Yes. And when I'm tempted to go down that rabbit trail of, oh, I'm single and alone. Poor me. Yes. Reel it in and be like, okay, what... Can I replace that thought with, of, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm getting to hang out with my friends so much this time of year. I'm so grateful for the gifts that people are so graciously giving me and that I oh, am right. able to give other people gifts and that I'm able to spend time and that my family's around me or whatever else. Think of this too.
1: The next time you're invited to a Christmas party or a holiday party or a New Year's party or a whatever party, and you're one of the few single people there, instead of either not going because... Which is what I'm normally tempted to do. I was going to say, I've done this before. Or you go into it dreading it. Go into it with a mindset being, "Okay, there's only so many other single people here, so you're you're going to meet someone." From whether you date them or not, you're going to meet someone else. Guaranteed that night. Most likely who is also single, who you can talk to because everyone else is coupled up. Like, so you got a great opportunity to possibly meet someone.
0: Look at you being the optimist. I know. I'm we'll so impressed. Yeah. I'm so impressed. No, but seriously, that's a really good point. And so, now, as we kind of have that as the overarching theme yeah. and takeaway, we want to give you some more practical steps. To avoid Great Aunt Connie. To avoid Great Aunt Connie. Exactly. <laughs> if
1: anyone has a Great Aunt Connie out there, we're sure she's really awesome, but that's just the first thing that popped yes, into her it really head. is.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. So, first of all, one thing that you can do when you're, especially at family get-togethers, if you don't want people to, you know... Be asking about your personal life life. your lack of a love life whatever show interest in other people like ask them questions talk to them about you know how is their year and what have they been you know Uh into recently as far as hobbies go or how's work going or get them get them to give you some like netflix recommendations or something but just the more questions you ask the fewer you have to answer if you ask
1: if you strike first if you're asking questions of other people they won't have time to ask you and two Everyone loves to talk about themselves. They really do. So if you get someone talking, like in one, from a purely practical standpoint, they won't have time to ask you a bunch of questions. But two, like we were talking about, truly focus on them. Yeah. Be interested in what they're telling you. Don't use it solely as an avoidance yeah. mechanism. Yeah. Truly invest in these people who are your family. They're the family God gave you.
0: Yeah. So And curiosity means a lot to people. Yeah. And intentionality. And yes. asking, and people you know, want to be known. I think we all have this desire to be known. And if you can kind of contribute to that, then I think that's a really cool thing to be able
1: to do. Well, and I think there's like my family, when we get together for the holidays, it's closer family that I see regularly throughout the year. So I don't get asked these questions as much by family because the ones that are there, I see a lot. So this probably would come into play more if you've got lots of out of town family or people you'd only see at the holidays who this is their only time to catch up. I run into it more at like social functions, parties, whatever. Are you seeing anyone? You know, is your boyfriend here? Whatever, whatever, that kind of thing. So it just depends, I think.
0: Yeah, it works across the board for sure. And if people do ask you about your relationship status, yeah, (laughs) when they do. You can answer them, but then you can kind of move on. You don't sure. have to dwell and have a 30-minute conversation about your last failed relationship and why, yeah. you know, this exactly. season is so tough on you. you well, know, that'll you, just
1: make you feel worse, too. Just yeah. say, no, I'm not seeing anyone. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them about other things that are going on in your life. Kind of shift that subject because, like we've talked about, you're not a one-dimensional person. There's so much more going on. You don't. Have, your life doesn't revolve around this one thing. So if people are asking you about it, answer their questions, but then kind of move on to, oh, no, I'm not seeing anyone, but I've been really busy with this thing. Or I read this really cool book lately. Or whatever it is that
0: you've got going on, kind of just gloss over it and move on. Yeah. And also if you can, this is the planner in me, but if you can kind of think about your answers ahead of time. It's very helpful. That really helps because you're going in prepared mm-hmm. and you're not kind of stuttering or you're not saying too much and you can just exactly what you just said. Like, no, I'm not really seeing anybody right now, you know, but I've, I just started this new job. So I'm meeting a lot of really great people. So that's been super fun. And you can just kind of move on on from from there. there. And two, if you're funny, which I like to think I'm funny, but not naturally (laughs) in that sense, but (laughs) use it to your advantage like yes. joke around about it or um there was this don't say this but I've heard <laughs> this joke because you know people always say like oh I'm a single person in a wedding and everybody comes up to me and is like oh you're next it's like what would happen if I showed up to a funeral and went up to all the old people <laughs> and was like oh look you're next like nobody wants to hear that exactly well one thing that I think is funny and this
1: Obviously depends on, one, your delivery of it, and two, how well you know the person you're talking to. Yeah. But the next person that comes up and asks you about being single or why you're not seeing anyone or whatever, you know, answer their question, but then turn it around and ask them, well, how's being married? Yeah. You know, ask them the same thing about their marital status, because I think it's funny and lighthearted, but it also kind of highlights, hey, this is a really awkward thing to be asking me constantly, especially... Yeah. Yeah. They're just coming up to you at
0: a party and you're like, okay, why are we talking about this? (laughs) Do you want to know the other things about my life? I know. Or do you want me just asking you about your marriage? Exactly. So I think that's really great. (laughs) I think another thing that you can um, kind of focus on doing during this season is to spend time with people you really love and care about. And I know that's so cliche, like, oh, spend time with your loved ones, but you have a lot of free time. You are the only one that you're accountable to in regards yeah. to how you spend your time. So, be super intentional about that. Yeah. And go hang out with your friends or go, you know, spend time with your family, go out of town, whatever, you know, that looks like yeah. for you. But because it won't always look like this. This right. is not
1: how your holidays will always look once you move out of this season. So, I think enjoy it like it is now because it won't always be that way and the traditions you have and the way you do things will change. And so if you really like that, savor it now um because yeah like we talked about before you may move halfway across the country once you get married yeah and it's not going to be the same and so you just need to again like we were saying be thankful for what you have Mm -hmm. not be
0: wishing for what you don't have yeah and i think this is one of those things we may forget i know a few episodes back i talked about how we tend to focus on the pros of seasons to come and the cons of our current season. And I think that maybe a con for this season is, oh yeah, I don't have anybody, like I don't have my person with to you know spend the holidays with or to come with me to all my holiday stuff. But one of the pros of the season we're in right now is that I get to decide where I go, when I go, how long I'm there, who I see, and yeah. it's all up to me. And I mean, just this weekend, I was at a retreat with my small group and one of the girls in my group's married, another one's engaged and they were talking about splitting holidays and that just kind of was like, oh man, like I don't, I'm okay that I'm not that great, that that part I'm okay with. And I think a lot of times we just kind of push those things to the side to focus on, oh, this is all the good stuff is, but you don't think, not that it's bad that you're going to have to split your holidays, (laughs) but it's just different. It's an adjustment, especially if you're close with your family. So I think. While you have the flexibility and the independence to do so, take advantage of this season and spend your time however, you know, yeah. you want to. Well, and within that, I know that we all probably have
1: particular family members that are not the easiest to be around. That is the...
0: If you could see how hard I'm nodding my the, head right now, you people. Know, <laughs>
1: you kind of... Because they're always going to ask you, well, why aren't you seeing anyone or
0: what are you doing to find someone
1: or what are you know, why put yourself out there or what, you know, go down the list of the things that you can probably just hear it now, you know what they're going to say. So I think one thing that can be helpful with that is plan ahead what times and how long you're going to be there with your family. If you're going, you know, if you're coming in from out of town say okay these are the nights I'm staying this is you know this is how long I'll be there get that planned or like for both of us our families are in town now I still go spend the night and stay oh, for I a do couple too. of days I do too. but we say ahead of time okay here's how we're going to be there here's what we're going to do that way their expectations are set they know ahead of time what everyone's doing and you're not stuck with this like indefinite amount of time <laughs> that just goes on and on and on forever around people who might be a little more difficult to whether the
0: holidays were Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think, again, it's just that that planning and that thought ahead of a time. Yeah. That's really going to make yeah. a difference. Well,
1: and you're going to be around your family a lot, but you don't have to be solely around your family. You can, no. you know, plan other things around the holidays with your friends, with people from church, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be Go sit at your parents' house for five days.
0: No. I mean, there are a lot of different things you can do. You can have a Christmas party with some of your friends and do, like, a white elephant yeah. gift exchange. Or you can plan a quick, like, New Year's Eve trip, which is what we're trying to do currently. <laughs> Highly recommend it. If we can find a place that's, you know, break the bank, <laughs> $1,000. Um, or if you're an introvert like me, this actually sounds wonderful. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but, like, just take a day to yourself. Do a spa day and like treat yourself to either go get your nails done or do them yourself or give yourself a facial or have just a movie day where you stay home and watch movies all day or read a book or spend on time and alone. And on, and on the list because goes. I know for a fact that I am going to have to carve out at least a day over the break that I just need to be alone because I'm going to be around people constantly, yeah. and you've got it's to have that time to recharge. Yeah. So that's okay to do that. Like that. Yeah. That can be a new tradition, even yeah. that you start for yourself just, and do stuff that
1: you wouldn't normally. Do, even if it's not necessarily holiday related. I mean we went to the tree lighting down at the battery at SunTrust Park where the Braves play. Where Dan B. Swanson did not show up. But okay. I'm fine. it's um, fine. It's fine. You'll be you'll make it through. But that was obviously holiday related. So we did that. But we're going next weekend to a basketball game at Clemson because we can. Yeah. Because we want to. Like do fun Just things. Random that you wouldn't really do
0: because it's the holidays and yeah. you can. I think that's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. And just enjoy the spontaneity Yeah that singleness brings. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. And then one last thing I think that we can do during this season that kinda takes the focus off of ourselves is to practice generosity. I mean the age-old saying, "It's better to give than to receive." That has really become true for me the past few years. Probably because I finally have, you know, money, um, which helps, <laughs> you got a big girl <laughs> like top. a big girl job, and I can afford presents. Um, but I have loved over the past few years being, like, putting a lot of thought and intention behind the gifts that I give people because yeah. it's like I want people to see that, oh, I know them well enough to know, like I saw this or I thought of this idea and I thought you'd love it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's so much fun to get to do that for people. And again, it takes this focus off of you and like, how can I brighten other people's holiday season? Well, and just because you don't have a
1: quote unquote person around the holidays, find other people in your life that you may not think about. I've left cookies for the mailman before take them to the apartment complex office if you live in an apartment, that kind of thing. Just because you don't have someone that you're devoting all of your time and attention to doesn't mean that you can't still give, doesn't
0: mean that you can't, you know, look
1: for opportunities to be generous to other people. Oh, absolutely.
0: And I mean, I know from personal experience, I feel like this is a pretty across the board statement, but generosity has an amazing effect on your attitude and on just like your heart in general. I think it's really helpful in fostering contentment and just allowing you to be grateful and for you to use what you've been given Mm -hmm. to give to other people. And, I mean, that's a huge part of this season. Like, it's so easy to get selfish during the season, but it's also there are so many opportunities to be generous to other people. So why not take it?
1: Well, and we've talked about these be generous, be content, be selfless. Those are all things that are commanded of us as Christians year round, regardless, not just in this holiday season. And so I think when you're obedient to do those things, God will honor that. He will honor your obedience to his word. Absolutely. Um, and so that's what you're striving for. I think not just to survive the holiday season. It's because you're ultimately being obedient to the word of God.
0: Yeah. And that fruit is gonna, you know, You're going to bear as a follower of Christ. Like those are all things that, you know, if we're truly, you know, we're abiding in him, Mm -hmm. those are going to overflow. And it's when we're abiding in our flesh and our Our mentality of let me throw myself a pity party. Yeah. Let me focus on what I don't have or let me, you know, just sit here and pout. Yes. That's when all of, you know, these negative emotions and feelings can start Mm -hmm. to bubble up. So it's really, really important. Just like you said at the beginning. Think about the true meaning of this season, right? which I know is so easy to forget with all that Christmas has become in this country, but, but it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. And your holidays, I can guarantee you, will be so much better. Oh, they will. And you will enjoy them so much more. Sure.
1: And one encouragement I would give, too, is, look, I know this can be, like, an exhausting time, because especially when you're single you know, if you've got siblings who have kids or there's younger kids, you're the one that's bouncing from house to house, from family to event to family event, because it's just you. But one thing I would encourage you with is try, like we've talked about all these things that can help you get through. And when people ask you things you don't want to hear or whatever, but from your standpoint, make sure you're not too sensitive to people are going to ask about, your marital status. and They're going to ask you if you're dating someone and they're not doing it solely to be nosy. Most of the time, (laughs) some people will, but they care about you and they want to know what's going on. And that's a natural thing for people to ask. Do they have to ask you all the time? No, but it's a natural thing for people to ask. You ask about, you know, your married friends, you ask them, Oh, how's your husband? How's your kids? Like those are things you ask Mm -hmm. and that's okay. So don't be too sensitive to it. Know that it's going to happen and be okay. Now you can have a strategy going in so that you don't get stuck on this broken record of that's all you talk about but I just would encourage you don't be too too sensitive Um, but I know it can be exhausting you're jumping from one thing to the next family friends parties church it's tough because you always feel like you have to be on Mm -hmm. you know because you certainly don't want people feeling sorry for you oh gosh no that's the single girl at Christmas so you feel like sometimes you overcompensate and oh everything's fine and super happy jolly whatever um And I know sometimes like your singleness can even feel like a little bit of a heavier burden than the rest of the year because of that. Um, But something we were actually talking about in a staff meeting at work, uh, and I just love this. My pastor said, remember, the Lord gives us burdens so that we can cast them at at the feet of Jesus and learn even more our utter dependence on him. So like you said, these holidays are not to highlight your singleness. It's so that you can learn to be dependent. If that's a heavy burden you're carrying. And just like it says in Matthew 11, just come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. But it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But there's, we're called to that and we're commanded to do that because God, Jesus will give us rest, but there's a paradox there in that we lighten our load by taking on the yoke of Christ and working alongside him. And that's where true joy is found, submitting ourselves to him as his servant and doing the work that he would have us do. That's where joy, that's where rest is found, not in avoiding hard things, not in, you know, not going anywhere at Christmas time because you don't want to answer tough questions. It's casting that at the feet of Jesus saying, I am dependent on you. I can't do this without you. And then working his work. And that is where rest comes in. That's where that burden is lightened.
0: Yeah. And one other thing I'll add to that too is, I heard this taught not too long ago, a yoke is for two beings like you are not designed to take on any burden on your own and if you're trying to push a yoke by yourself you will fail and or go in circles I'm not quite (laughs) sure which one But but it doesn't work no it doesn't work that way and it wasn't designed that way and I think that that was you know that analogy was so intentional that Jesus was using because it was meant to be with him. Mm -hmm. We're never supposed to try to do this on our own and how comforting that is and how reassuring that is and what pressure is taken off of us. That burden is. Yes. When we realize that like, Hey, he's with us through all of this and he is not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. And he's going to walk through this life with us, whether we are married, whether we are single. And I think our challenge now is to just rest in that. And move forward. Very true. Yeah. So. Okay, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I do have one quick little add on that's not really related, but it kind of is the title for today's episode is, as you've seen, if singleness is a gift, I'd like to return it. (laughs) We thought it was funny. That's actually from a Trey Kennedy video that Bethany and I were watching. It was, it's it's called, oh gosh, what's it called? girls during Christmas season be like, dot, dot, dot. It is so funny. I will link it in the blog. We'll share it on social media. You have to go watch it because it's so funny. But I was texting my roommate about it and we were just sharing our favorite lines. And that was one of my favorite lines he said. And she said, Kristen, that's a great podcast episode title. So Lauren, if you're listening, thank you for the (laughs) recommendation. But y'all seriously need to go watch that video. It is so So funny funny for this season. But That's all we have for today. And
1: for the season. And for the season. I can't believe it. It's It's, so
0: bittersweet. I know. But we're not going too far. And obviously, you'll hear from us in between. Obviously. Um, As always, feel free to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Yeah, or share it on social media. We'd love
1: for, you know, if you like what you're hearing, tell your friends about it. Yeah. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, that would be so great. And we do uh, plan to have some couch cast episodes between now and the beginning of season two. So, we still have some like topic openings too. Yeah, if you
1: have a question that you're like, I really want to know the answer to this, but it's probably not enough for a whole episode, or it's something specific, or even if it's like a specific situation you're in, obviously we wouldn't use your name. But if you want, you know, you're okay with us talking about it, and you want to know what we think, email us. We would love to throw some of those in there too.
0: Yeah, definitely. So reach out to us about that, and then we will be kicking off season two on February 13th. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Just in time Day. for Valentine's Day, which was totally intentional, as I'm sure you guessed. But we've got some really exciting yes. things in tune for season two. We've already like. been planning on it, about it. Yeah,
1: we actually are going to start recording, doing some interviews in yeah. the next couple of weeks. Yes. So we're, we've got a lot. I think it'll be a longer season. We've got a lot more topics coming at you. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about
0: online dating. Yes, Bethany may or may not be doing some firsthand research on that for us we're still trying to maybe doing yeah work work out some of that but there's a lot to come and we're as always so excited excited. about it so we will be seeing y'all though during in the weeks to come in couch cast before season two so until then merry christmas and i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle